The next hadith, 538 or 539. The hadith of Aisha radiya Allahu anha qalat, kana wasallam yuqabbil wa huwa sa'im. ويباشر وهو صائم ولكنه كان أملككم لإربه متفق عليه واللفظ لمسلم وزاد في رواية في رمضان عائشة رضي الله تعالى عنها said that Allah's messenger صلى الله عليه وسلم used to kiss and fondle while he was fasting but he was the one among you who had most control over his sexual desire. And this is agreed upon. And the wording is that of Muslim. And another narration, he has the addition quote, during Ramadan. And this is meaning this took place during Ramadan. Kana yuqabbil. Kana. The term kana. Used to. Most of the scholars in usul al-fiqh, in the principles of fiqh specialty, they say if the term kana, kana yuqabbil, if its verb is in the present tense, then it indicates continuity. But this is not something absolute. But this is mostly it indicates continuity. So in any narration therefore when you see in these narrations when you see he used to do then most likely it indicates continuity. But there sometimes there comes situations when it may not indicate continuity as it is affirmed from the Prophet that he used to recite in the Jumu'ah Surat Sabbaha or Sabbih Isma Rabbika Al-A'la and Surat Al-Ghashiyah and in another narration he used to recite Al-Jumu'ah Surat Al-Jumu'ah and Surat Al-Munafiqin so therefore overall and most Often, it indicates continuity, but not in every case. كان يقبل It doesn't mean that whenever he fasted, he, he used to kiss. That It means that this occurred from him during fasting. And kissing is known. And the one kissed in this hadith is known. And she is Aisha radiallahu anha. And the man kisses his wife on her Sheik or on her forefront or on her lips and the kiss is divided into three types the first type that absolutely it is not accompanied by desire lust only due to Merciful, mercy, mercy and kindness 
like the man kissing his son, the mother kissing her children, and the like. This is the first type. The second type is that it takes place due to desire, but the individual has control such that he may save his fasting. Like in this case, this hadith, then this is permissible for the one who is able to have control. The third type is desire-driven, but fears that he may invalidate his fasting. This is forbidden, and it may be disliked in accordance with the drive of that may follow this situation where it may lead to the either the invalidation of the fasting or he may uh, be able to escape the situation depending on the sexual drive and the ability to control. The ruling regarding touching and repetitive looking is the same as with the kiss because they take the same meaning. So if he fears invalidating his fasting then it is forbidden upon him to do these things even with you know with the with with the one whom it is permissible for him to look at her. So he used Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam to kiss Aisha. Not only that but to fondle with her and this is more intense meaning that he would fondle but not directly other meaning in other than her private part while he was fasting meaning clear however he was the one who among you had most control over his sexual desire meaning he وسلم, was able to control himself and control his need or control his uh, private part meaning not engaging in intercourse and he amongst mankind was the most in control over his sexual desire so it's not possible that he may fall into haram from the benefits of this hadith of Aisha radiallahu anha is that the permissibility for the fasting person to kiss and fondle with his wife 
That is because the Prophet ﷺ used to do that. And the origin regarding the actions of the Prophet ﷺ is that they are halal, lawful. But if someone raises the point that this is particular to him, meaning to the Prophet ﷺ, because Aisha said he had most control over his sexual desire, then the answer to this is to say that in origin, no particularization. Because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, when He intends a ruling that is particular to the Prophet والسلام, He would make that clear. As for example, in the case of the woman who offered herself to be married by the Prophet والسلام, as in Surah Al-Ahzab 3350, Surah Al-Ahzab 3350 And a believing woman Meaning what it means And a believing woman If she offers herself to the Prophet To many her Let's continue the verse Particularly to him Meaning And a believing woman If she offers herself to the Prophet And the Prophet wishes to marry her A privilege for you only not for the rest of the believers. So therefore this is clear that this is particular to him. So Allah would make that particular to him. But when, with respect to the saying of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala concerning Zayd bin Haritha for example. In Surah Al-Ahzab 33-37. فَلَمَّا قَضَى زَيْدٌ مِّنْهَا وَطَرًا زَوَّجْنَاكَهَا لِكَيْ لَا يَكُونَ عَلَى الْمُؤْمِنِينَ حَرَجٌ فِي أَزْوَاجِ أَدْعِيَائِهِمْ And remember when you said to him to Zayd bin Haritha, Rahimahullah, the freed slave of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, on whom Allah has bestowed grace by guarding him to Islam, and you to O Muhammad have done favor by monumenting him, Keep your wife to yourself and fear Allah. So when Zayd had accomplished his desire from her, meaning divorced her, we gave her to you in marriage so that in future there may be no difficulty to the believers in respect of the marriage, in respect of the marriage of the wives of their adopted sons when the latter have no desire to keep them, meaning after they divorce them. Although the action is done by the Prophet ﷺ, his is now an action for all the believers. Is that clear? You see the distinction. When that is particular to the Prophet ﷺ, Allah makes it clear that it is particular to him. So that in the future there may be no difficulty to the believers. So therefore, this is not only particular to Aisha radiallahu anha. But it is permissible for the believer, the husband, to kiss his wife with the conditions that if he is able to have control, as we will learn. And second thing is the permissibility to fondle with the private part. Also in this, also in this we learn caution as to what some people may deduce that which is not wanted. How? Because Aisha said, 
But he had most control over his sexual desire. Why? Lest someone comes and says, fondling and kissing are permissible from every individual, then it will be said, no. The one who does not, is not able to control himself, it is not permitted for him in order to ward off the excuses. But if the one knows of himself that he is able, then there is no harm upon him to do it. The next benefit is that this action, this action, was done by the Prophet ﷺ during the month of Ramadan. Why this was mentioned? Why? Lest someone says he may have done it in an optional fast. And in optional fast, it is permissible for the person to go ahead in it or discontinue it. So, she mentioned specifically that it was in Ramadan so that no one come under the delusion that it took place during a nafil optional fasting. From this hadith also we learn that which is mentioned by some people that this semen discharge does not invalidate the fasting and also the prosthetic fluid discharge does not and they said whoever does this meaning fondling and kissing then most likely they said they are good most likely something may be discharged from him especially if he is young or that Allah had given him strength in regarding this matter but this is rejected a rejected opinion and the angle to reject that is because things that are possible if they are not manifested then there is no merit to them now the saying of Aisha وَكَانَ أَمْلَكَكُمْ لِإِرْبِهِ and he was in most control over his sexual desire may indicate to this conclusion that he may fondle and kiss but not to the extent that he may reach the stage of ejaculation so the correct position regarding this matter that ejaculating invalidates the fasting however the medi the prosthetic fluid which does not come as gushing uh, is not an invalidator and the aspect of this is that the seminal discharge is from the lust without any doubt and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentioned in the al-hadith al-qudsi يَدَعُ طَعَامَهُ وَشَرَابَهُ he abandons his food and drink وَشَهْوَتَهُ and his sexual desire مِنْ أَجْلِي for my sake and also in the Authentic hadith from the Prophet which is in Sahih Muslim, Book 5, and number 2198 in Sahih Muslim. 
that the Prophet ﷺ said, وَفِي بَضَيَ أَحَدِكُمْ صَدَقٌ قالوا يا رسول الله أياتي أحدنا شهوته ويكون له فيها أجر قال أرأيتم لو وضعها في حرام أكان عليه وزر فكذلك إذا وضعها في الحلال كان له أجر and in man's sexual intercourse with his wife there is sadaqah it's charity and they said O messenger of Allah is there reward for him who satisfies his sexual passion among us he said tell me if he were to devote it to something forbidden would it not be a sin on his part Similarly, if he were to devote it to something lawful, he should have a reward. Next, some people took from this hadith, the hadith of Aisha, that it is a sunnah for the fasting person to kiss and fondle. And this is not true. This is not correct. Because the Prophet ﷺ did not do this as an act of worship. only manifesting permissibility and that's why when Umar bin Abi Salama asked him about this matter he did not say the Prophet ﷺ did not say that this is from the Sunnah but rather he made it clear that this is allowable only so therefore the correct thing is that it is mubah it is allowable with the condition that the person does not fear on himself that he may transgress the limit and end up having intercourse or ejaculate if he fears for this then he should not indulge in it walhamdulillah rabbil alameen wa sallallahu ala nabiyyina muhammad wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa sallama tasliman kathira This brings the end of the discussion on this narrations. Al Hadith of Qudsi, it's in front of you. That it is in man's sexual intercourse with his wife, there is charity. There is charity. So they asked, Ya Rasulullah, Ayati Ahaduna Shahwatahu, Wayakunullahu Fiha Ajr. Then the companion said, Messenger of Allah, is there reward for him who satisfies his sexual passion amongst us? He said, Araitum la wada'a fi haram. He said, Tell me if he were to devote it to something forbidden, meaning devote his sexual intercourse. Akana alayhi wizard, would it not be a sin on his part? Sure it will. Similarly, if he were to devote it to something lawful, he should have a reward. And this something lawful is his wife. No, the Hadith Al-Qudsi, uh, okay. يَدَعُ طَعَامَهُ وَشَرَابَهُ وَشَهْوَتَهُ مِنْ أَجْلِ He abandons his drink and food and his desire, passion, for my sake. 